improving your chess by benchmarking. These training instructions were written for members of East Cheshire Chess Club. I hope they will also be of use to anyone interested in learning about chess. This year we've been offering training sessions to beginners and club members interested in improving their skills. We've settled for a mix of short lecture sessions on club nights and informal meetings with smaller groups of players. I want to suggest the benefits of taking practice very seriously. Okay, that's what just about every teacher says about to start any sport or pastime. However gifted you are, you're likely to underperform all your capabilities without practice. If you want to have fun, that's fine. But anyone who says, I'm only doing this for fun, I have to echo the words of John McEnroe, you can't be serious. So, skills needed. I've put them into stages. Arguably, you move from stage one through to stage four or five. Stage one, understanding the rules of the game. Being able to play a training game with an experienced player, one of the many uses of a chess-playing father in the past, is good. Chess-playing mothers are increasingly stepping up to this important task. As it happens, mothers turn out to be better than fathers at multitasking and are already well used to chauffeuring their often ungrateful offspring more than they are thanked for. If you don't have a helpful adult, then you may have to go to stage three. So, stage two, playing without making illegal moves. Once again, you need help from an experienced player. And once again, if you don't have it, you have to go to stage three. Stage three, this is where the computer comes in. A friendly alternative to a parent. Friend for beginners and grandmasters alike. Playing against a computer has many important results. For example, the computer will stop you making those illegal moves far more quickly than a human. I recommend using the free Lyset system and explain how to do this in an earlier podcast, How to Estimate Your Chess Grade Using Lychess. Even so, It'd be interested now for you to go ahead and learn about stage four, but I do recommend you pick up that information from the earlier podcast. Stage four, understanding and being able to write down the moves of a game. Once again, you can learn much more quickly if you practice while playing a computer game by writing down your moves and those of your silicon friend. Then you will have a chess check, but not in the, the chess terms, <laughs> Uh, on how you're doing. Now, a word of encouragement. Plenty of club players, even strong ones, make mistakes in writing the moves down. I include myself after a long time of trying, and I also include plenty of league opponents. However, it's important because if you ever play league chess and you make mistakes in the moves, the games has to be checked by the captain or some appropriate official. So, if you've got this far, the next step is to set up your benchmarking and training plan. I've come up with a simple benchmarking guide. Please note that the figures are based on someone starting in his late teens. 
junior players will have considerably lower starting grades. I hope to provide some junior grades in a later podcast. I came across a statement written by an experienced player as follows. I started playing online chess in 2003. I joined a chess club in the spring of 2004. My first Norwegian national rating was 1424. After my first year as a club player, I was up to 1538. That summer, I played in four tournaments and increased my national rating to 1713. Club players will recognise these ranges are found in every ordinary chess club in the country. So, here's my practical suggestion. Follow the instructions found in the podcast I mentioned, How to Estimate Your Chess Grade Using Chess. Keep an eye on your improvement, but not too often. Once again, Chess will help you if needed. Above all, keep playing, keep practising, and best wishes on your chess journey.